here's the thing. Last time we did talk about Sonic during the intro, and I am sorry, but I needed to talk about him again. Oh, wow. Because I was, I was reflecting on this, and the last movie I ever saw in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. And that was one week before the entire... Uh, this was on Valentine's Day. I went with my friend Kevin, and that was like... <laughs> here's the thing. We kind of expected no one would really be there, uh, but <laughs> it was full of children, and we did feel like big perverts. Um, <laughs> did you see the Sonic movie before no, the world kind of... No, no. There? I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but like, boy, was that a loaded statement. <laughs> Which 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 part of it? Not only was it the fact that you're you, that on Valentine's Day you went to the Sonic movie, but that was the last movie you'll probably ever see in theaters. That well, that's what I've been grappling with recently. I've been thinking about like what was the last movie I saw because I was like, was it was the last Marvel movie? Because I I don't go to the movies a lot, but then I was thinking like, oh, it was it was Sonic, and you know what's weird too? We had the choice between seeing Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie, which apparently I heard was actually like pretty good turns out surprise all the reviews were like surprisingly what like okay but um we we chose to see sonic and we again we did think that it was going to be sort of abandoned and it was not it was packed with children (laughs) but i've been thinking about sonic recently since last week since we talked about him and i played and i own sonic 06 on the xbox 360 oh have you played that game no did it come out in 2006 do you not know about sonic 06 no Oh, oh my gosh. I need you to play this game. It's like the single worst made game I've ever experienced, ever played, ever heard about, ever seen. It like, Sonic kisses a human woman on the mouth at the end of that game. And it's just fine. And the game presents that as good and fine and regular. Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Ivo Robotnik looks like a weird Final Fantasy villain. Because they kind of dropped the whole, like, he's a giant Eggman, hence the name Eggman, and he, uh, he he's like an anime bad guy. Oh, yeah. It re- I'm looking at pictures. It really doesn't, it really doesn't hook up, hook up with what, what I'm expecting in my brain. It's like, no. it literally is like Final Fantasy mixed with Sonic. It's so bad. Oh, I, you, I'm going to, I'm going to, can we talk about Sonic 06 next week? Sh- sure. Well, I don't, there's definitely not a PC port of that game. <laughs> We'll talk about this afterwards. It's Hitbox. This is a podcast about video games, all things past, present, and future. My name, as always, you know, I always say, as always with me this week is you, but I'm going to say my name, as always, because it always has been, always will be. I've seen you've shared a photograph of um, Sonic holding the character Elise, that's her name, and they do kiss. Uh, it's very upsetting um, in, in our in our Discord chat here. But my name, as always, is Peter Hunspitzek. And with me this week, as also always, is Justin Makovich, who's very happy with himself laughing about this photograph of Sonic and Elise. It, and they not, look as if they're going to kiss. It's not just the photo. It's just the, the images that I'm seeing. Um, and oh, here's another one. Here's another one I'm going to be sharing with you. I am terrified. Um, and my favorite thing is up. that the, the, the caption on this says canon with exclamation marks after it. Um, yeah, that's 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 in the video games yeah well it's uh, they put that in there it's a very scary human looking dr eggman robotnik ivan nor what did you say it was i think his name is ivo Mm. like ivo or maybe it is ivan Mm. um jim carrey does a (laughs) plays a good robotnik in sonic the hedgehog was he a bulky one was he was he a big one no no he's skinny no he's skinny and at the end he like grows the mustache out like that and he has these like goggles on and it 
It looks really good. Uh, I am excited. I think they're doing a sequel. They teased it at the end of the movie. Tails comes out. Oh. Yeah, at the like he comes out at the end. He starts. Fly- There's literally an after credit scene where Tails flies towards where Sonic lives. Um, I would see it again. I had more. Fu- I had. I had a lot of fun with that movie. I wouldn't like. I would watch it again if there was a kid who who wanted to watch it that I was like put in charge of or something. <laughs> if I had a protected child. Here's here's the problem, Justin. I could talk about this for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really could, and I think that we need to put a pin on this conference in this conversation. Unless we're actually going to just talk about this for this whole episode. Justin, what have you been playing? Save me. Save me from this nightmare. Uh, what have I games? been playing? I, okay, so we're still, in the, we're still in the spooky, the spooky, the spirit of spooky, right? Because yes. we're, tr- so this weekend I've basically been still playing Genshin Impact and I've been continuously doing Smash. It's been a nice little like stress reliever, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to get a spooky game in there because neither of those two games are spooky. So I started playing this game called The World of Horror. Woo. I've literally never heard of this game. Woo, because it's not released yet. Woo. Oh. So it is an early access game. Um, it is uh, on, say it with me, in three, two, one game pass. Game pass. Yeah, perfect. There it is. And um, so uh, I just saw it there, and I was like, okay, I'll play it. And it's like a uh, eight bit, I guess, maybe not even an eight bit point and click adventure kind of situation. Um, and you basically are playing like a teen in the 1980s in this city of in this town in Japan that is uh, weird stuffs going on. There's like a cult gathering, weird creatures are hanging on the beach, uh, and you got to find out what's going on. And it's supposed okay. to be a little spooky game, and I thought oh it was going to be a spooky game, but it's just like a, a, a pixelated game that is is like a menu game. Um, it's not really even a point and click adventure and like you have to fight things. So here, here, here you go. You start off, uh, as one of the, I think this was like the free demo, um, that came out a couple, uh, months ago or even a year or two ago. Uh, and you are at the school and you're trying to solve the case of this crazy lady that walks around and kills people with scissors. So you, you have options. You can look in your backpack. Uh, you can explore the halls, go to the locker room, um, or peer outside. And you can select all those different things, and you click there, and then it's like you go to a different screen. You don't actually walk around. Um, okay. So the first thing I did was I went to uh, uh, explore the hallways, and I ended up in the gym, and there's this like creepy figure, like this little black dot on the screen in the back of the gym. So you can investigate it. So I investigate it, and there's like this dead body there with this like, creepy look, and they like they like zoom in really close to this like creepy, like disturbing looking head. Um, and it's like, well, you lost two reason. Go back to the homeroom. And then it's just kind of like a bunch of that that you're doing and eventually get to a pool and it becomes like a Pokemon, like RPG game when you have to like attack, dodge, defend and stuff in like mm-hmm. a menu and you're like killing these creatures. And it it's interesting. I, I like what they're doing with it. Um, I just like didn't think it was super scary. There's a couple moments when they try to get you with scariness. Uh, like they're, they, they say, check outside. And then you look outside, you have to like pull open the door. And then there's like a creepy guy like like behind the door and it like shuts it shuts it on you. Okay. Um, and then the, like uh, when you're actually playing the full game, it's actually the full game is like you have to solve like five mysteries in this town. Um, and you get a random character who has a random god, which changes the... Uh, like it's like a modifier that changes gameplay slightly 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to go in any order. You can do each one, uh, but basically uh, the choices you make in one affect the other, like mm-hmm. most of these like adventure point-and-click games. Yeah. Um, and there's this one, you can look outside, and you have like a creepy neighbor that is like looking and like peers away when you look out the window. Uh, I don't like that. I looked up images, and do you know who Junji Ito is? No. He's a very famous, uh, like, Japanese manga horror author. Oh, is he the Uzimaki or, or whatever that one is? Yeah, the holes of the fault lines of whatever. The spiral one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's him. And the images are, like, clearly inspired by him uh, that I that I did see. And um, his art style is enough for me to say I would never play this game. But it's like not it's like not creepy, really. I mean, I I probably played it for like an hour and a half, so I'm not super into yeah. it. Because you're playing it, and it is like you're playing something on an old computer, like in the '80s. Um, yeah. And the game you didn't set up, so you're looking at a screen in a room, and there's like a window in the back. And I kept expecting something creepy to happen, but I don't know if they're going with that route of like scaring you in that way. Other than mm-hmm. the fact that you're just playing this game that's slightly unsettling sometimes with the images that they use. But, um, you know, I was disappointed. I should have spent my hour and a half playing something else spooky. Um, like Genshin Impact. <laughs> the, all the scary anime uh, guys, gals, and to be To be clear, Genshin Impact is, is not uh, horror. I, I'm just uh, obsessed no. with it. Um, but yeah, World <laughs> of Horror, if you're into like point-and-click adventure games and you are someone who wants something a little spooky, try it out. Um, you, don't, you don't have to play it, though. <laughs> well, you know, what, you know what's great, Justin, about uh, living life? Yeah. I don't have to do fucking anything. That, that is true. I'll, I'll do whatever I want, whatever I please. And yeah. what I please is... Two games, one called Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've been playing it, and I like it a lot. I went from thinking it was, all right, fine, it's good, to being like, this is a good game. Um, what what kind of changed in your head about it? Uh, just uh, the combat started clicking much mm-hmm. more. Because I was doing just a lot of like regular attacking, and I was like, why am I doing bad? And it's like, <laughs> oh, because I'm not doing the attacks um, or the like the magic or whatever. Um, and, and also, as it's gone on, I've started to like a lot of the characters more. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitely so improvement fun. from the original, I think both in combat and in terms of just character development. Like they really do take the time to spend to make you care about these characters more, who normally were throwaway characters in the original game, but now they're like full 3D kind of interesting characters. 3D is probably yeah. strong for some of them, but like still more interesting characters. I do like Wedge a lot and his and which is completely hypocritical of me because I'm always like I love deep characters, but sometimes you just like a character whose only character trait is they like to eat pizza. because you know that's something i can really identify with uh and then i've also been playing um a game called return of the obra din are you familiar with this oh i am very familiar with it um it is i didn't think it was a spook like a like a scary game but it has on multiple occasions made me stop playing it because i'm like i think i can't handle this tonight um it's really good it is i've encountered all of the like memories if you're not familiar, it is a game where you, um, it's made by a single developer named Lucas Pope. He, his past game was called Papers, Please, and that game is about um, government bureaucracy as well. <laughs> Basically, in this game, you play as, I think, like an insurance contractor or something, and you show up to this, it, it, the, the year is like 18, like, something, and this ship that was thought to be lost at sea just washes up one day. And so you 
uh, explore the ship and it's uh, all in first person. You have this magic like compass or stopwatch. I'm not sure which it is off of the top of my head. It's shaped small and circular and in your hand. And basically you get to relive like the past like 10 seconds before someone died. And so you start to have to put, you have to put together like who was on the ship, how they died and like who killed them if they were killed by someone. Uh, there are these like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there are some twists and turns that happen and it's all up to you to figure it out. And it makes you feel either very, very smart or very, very dumb. Um, you, you, so I'm familiar enough with the game and the general premise of it, but you said it was like unexpectedly creepy. They had put it down. Yes. How so? Um, I mean, I'm also like a big baby, but anytime <laughs> like the thought of, and I know this is like totally the thought that someone could murder me, like freaks me out a little bit. So there are like times when some like people just unsuspectingly do get murdered. That freaks me out a little bit. And then also, um, I don't, I'm, I, I don't, I'm tr- trying to be very careful about what I'm saying is some things happen on the boat that are not usual (laughs) like 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 there are there are some things like there's a memory that happens and you're like oh it's that kind of game huh okay okay, Uh, but it's cool You, you basically have to figure out where like who every corpse is like what their name is um and how they died and sometimes like how, how they were killed. And there are like, there are so many options for death that it like even reading some freaks me out. Like one of them was eaten. This person was eaten. And then when you click on it, it says was cannibalized by un- by an unknown soul. And he- just reading an unknown soul was cannibalized by an unknown soul. It's um, very spooky to me, but it's a cool game. I highly recommend it. I'm not done with it. Um, I'm a little bit stuck, but I think that this is the kind of game where looking up one, like even just one character totally ruins it because like, okay, well then once that person goes in, then it all just like falls apart in front of you. So yeah, I think um, return of the Oberdin is like the better version of what I wanted world of horror to be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good game though. I'm excited um, to play it one day. Yeah. So let's talk about a game that we both did play this week. In fact, um, we are we are talking about Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact. However, we want to really um, vocalize it. Are you? Those are my choking? excited sounds. Those are my excited oh, sounds. Oh, good, because it also sounds like a death rattle. You know, it's Halloween almost, so you know, might as well. Ooh. Yeah. My dog didn't like that too. By the way, he just was staring at me like, really? I'm clearly sleeping. It's it's five o'clock. So. Yeah, I can imagine that he wouldn't like that very much. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I know you like this game. Can I talk about my feelings on on Genshin Impact? <laughs> yes yes you All can right. do you want to so t- describe the game from your lens first yes 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 okay so genshin impact is a video game uh of the anime variety but not in like a in like a hey everything is anime variety where like you basically you play as one of two siblings um who is like wakes up and their only goal is like, I got to find, in my case, I chose the guy. Um, I was like, I got to find my sister. And I assume that if you choose the woman, it's like, I got to find my brother. And you are accompanied on your journey by a fairy named Paimon, who you just found. And um, you <laughs> go on this, you're just, the, the end goal is look for your sister. And the game is very like, uh, very heavily inspired by games like Breath of the Wild 
and um, Breath of the Wild. And I think that they also, I mean, you can kind of get the feeling that they probably also did play Breath of the Wild in it. Um, just with some, with sort of the way the exploration works and, um, you will explore the world by climbing and you get like an air glider to, uh, kind of in, what's the game that does that as well? Uh, Breath of the Wild, excuse me. Um, and, and you do cooking and, and you are exploring these, this world and helping the people out in this world, um, as you are journeying for your sister. Is that a good, did I do a good job sort of describing it? You like a sword. And then there's also like like gachapon mechanics where you can purchase additional characters, and I never figured out how to do that, but I don't think I would have. Did I kind of do a good job with this? Yeah, yeah, that that pretty much uh, explains uh, the the general premise of of the game. Um, I mean, there there's a story there. It, it's a deeper story than than that. Once you really start to dig into it about like warring factions and you know, your seven gods and everything, but yeah. at the very core of it, it is you looking for your sibling, and it and that is tied to the war at a certain point. But okay. you, you nailed it, essentially. It, it is like an anime-like story. It's an anime RPG story that you would get that, you know, starts off with something small, and then it turns out, like, you're the world savior kind of thing. Um, and it, it uh, is like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Breath of the Wild, because I really, I think that they were really... Uh, maybe I'm crazy. I think that they were really inspired by that game, uh, and it's a good game too. I I liked Breath of the Wild, um, but that that is that is like the core mechanics are pretty similar. I don't I don't think that they like ripped it or anything. I mean, a lot of it is very very similar, but um, I think it has enough of its own identity with its story and like mechanics that that it would that it is obviously clearly different. Um, but I personally. When I was initially playing it, it was like, I don't think this is for me. And then I, I played it. So I'm adventure level fifth, uh, 14. I'm almost on 15. Um, and so I've played it for five, upwards of five hours. That <laughs> sounds oh, no. so sad. Uh, and, and as I did play it, I did start to warm up to it a little bit more. I, I think a problem that I had was I tried to be into it at first but i got really overwhelmed by a lot of the stuff that it was throwing at me i mean there's a menu on screen like at all times telling me to click buttons and to do things and there's like exclamation points on screen over different little like ui pieces that like it's just it, it was a lot at first so i just skipped through a lot of stuff and then by the time that i was like well maybe i should really start reading this stuff they were like well the knights of favonius are going to monstat <laughs> for eight pieces of the souls of wind it's like <laughs> i don't i don't think the that's... names are quite ridiculous i was playing it uh on my phone just kind of sitting um on the couch and then my girlfriend was like listening to the the stream of random anime na names that were like put next to each other and it just was it was a little embarrassing for me but overall just made me realize how ridiculous some of the naming the stuff but was. here's the whack part you do have you have names like well this is like silicon and like all these different names and then it's like oh and who's the leader of the knights uh it's gene <laughs> yeah it's just gene um so so I, I did warm up to the game. I don't think I'm gonna like really continue playing it because I think the more I played it, I did it, it did start to like, okay, I see where this is going and, and I really did start to get a better feel for it. But 
the thing that really has been stopping me is the combat because it's so simple. There, there's no like block. It's you just have one move. Well, you have two moves. You've got your I, I, excuse me, three moves. You have your basic like attack, which is you know if you're a sword character, you got a sword. If you're a spear character, a spear. Excuse me, whatever. But um, and then you have like an elemental attack, and then you have like a fully charged elemental attack that charges over time while you use your other elemental attacks. And that's fine enough, but like, there's there's really not a lot of variety, at least I that I have experienced, because there's no like blocking, there's no like dodging. It's just like, ow, you know what I mean? There is dodging. What button is the dodge button? Uh, uh when I'm playing it uh, on my phone, it's a bottom in the bottom. Uh, right-hand corner, but when I'm playing it on my uh, Series X, uh, Series Two controller, it is, I believe, right button. It's like your sprint button. You tap it. Oh, to the sprint. Dodge. Oh well, I guess that's true. <laughs> I get, but that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it okay. So um, uh, a couple of couple of things to layer on to that. Yes, please do. Um, please do. Is first of all, uh, you said you only have the four base characters they give you. Yeah, I don't know how to get other... Well, okay, 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 okay. If I may explain this. <laughs> because I... So, like, there's, like, four different currencies that you have. And I tried to unlock a character, but it said I didn't have enough. And it was like, well, do you want to convert one of your currencies into this currency? And I was like, yeah, sure, do it. I don't care, whatever. And it was like, oh, sorry, you don't have enough of that currency. You want to <laughs> convert the other currency into the first currency to cur- to convert that into the, fr- the the initial currency that you wanted? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And it's like, well, you don't have enough of that either. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it was like, do you want to go to the store? And I'm like, what store? Yes, fine, take me to the store. And it was like, well, you could spend like $8. I'm like, mm, get <laughs> an impact. You were free, but I'm going to have to pass. Yeah, so to be clear, I played this game, oh, geez, am I going to say 20 hours or more? Uh, probably. Um, and I probably played mo- this over 20 hours in two weeks. And um, I'm currently at level, adventure level 22, I believe, is what, what I just hit. And I'm working up to get to the next big story beat. Um, and I, I, I'm going to admit, I am a sucker for uh, these kind of games that have all these different mechanics and, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, like, micromanage your currencies. Um, and my whole thing is that when I get a game like this, I, I don't pay money for them. So I have not put a cent into this game, and I could play yeah. this game for 55 more hours, and I still... Well, that was a specific number, but I could keep playing this game forever, and I would never put more money into it just because that's the mm-hmm. kind of person I am. Just like with Fortnite, I haven't done that. But... right. The, the the thing about this game is that there is a lot of currency management. There's like so many different types of currencies that you have to do. And um, one of the things is the wish system, which I think is what you were talking about. And in order the, to get yeah, in order to get new characters um, and new weapons, uh, what you need to do is you need to uh, give out uh, basically wishes, which is like a random roll of of characters or weapons, um, and you get currencies in order to make a wish. Um, some of them are like you get as quest rewards. Other ones you get because you have to to, to buy um, using materials left over from other wish. But the thing I found to use the most are these things called primo gems. 
Um, and it sounds like if I'm using the word primo gem, it sounds like you have to pay for those, but you don't. A lot of those ones you get from either quest rewards um, or by just opening treasure chests in the world and things like that. And you need about 160 of these primo gems in order to make a wish. And just to give you a kind of sense to where I am in this world, uh, I, I have opened over 50. Oh, I have rolled 50 wishes at this point. <laughs> are, are the primo gems the diamond, like not the diamond, the like star-shaped ones? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I got a lot of that. Yeah, so so when you what you need to do is if you go to the wish and you click on uh, the specific thing, there's like there's two different types of wishes that you can use, which I don't know the difference of, and it is again very confusing with that. But if you mm -hmm. click to go to wish and you click on that, it'll say, "Do you want to convert your primo gems?" It takes 160 in order to get one wish, and then you should be able to get more uh, characters and weapons that way. But even with that qualifier, is that a lot of these are um, rare. Um, and, uh, you know, you mostly roll crappy weapons that you end up using to feed to make your current weapons stronger. Right, right. And that's generally what, what you're going to get with those. Um, I think I am to nine characters now. You get the four base ones that everyone who plays gets. Uh, a couple others you can unlock through various ways. I think one of them, um, one of my favorites is Barbara uh, that I unlocked because I reached adventure level 20, and I played it early enough that I was able to unlock that. Um, but the other ones I actually just started rolling randomly in my 50-plus wishes that I made. And mm -hmm. once you start getting more characters, this is where it both gets complicated, um, but also better. Because each character is based off an element. Each character is either right. a sorcerer, a swordsman, a two-handed swordsman, um, or a bow and arrowist. And I guess there's also a spear but I haven't had a, a spear character left. And each of these weapons, each of these characters has a different weapon, handles differently, um, and they have different elemental-based um, combos. And what this game does better than Breath of the Wild is that you can switch between any four characters in the middle of combat, and then you can start stacking your elemental status effects on each other. So, like, for example, you're fighting a character just out in the open. You throw out your water character. You use your general water attack. You, then it gets wet. And then you go into your electric character, use your electric attack, and then it gets electrocharged. So you get like extra bonus damage on it. And you can keep like stacking those effects to like eventually you have like a wet, um, electrocuted, gusty person that has all these effects on them that you can keep like stacking stuff. Um, and there's also timers on certain moves, uh, your elemental moves. Um, and it just, it starts to become like this, this balancing act of like, all right, I'm in the world. I have these characters. What is going to be my best combo of four elements? And you're also benefited from having sometimes multiple of the same elements. Uh, for example, mm -hmm. if you have like some of the wind people, I, I I think they're called wind. What are they called? Animo or whatever. It's wind. But yeah, yeah. Um, you're given different um, uh, abilities. Like you get some more adventurer experience when you're doing stuff. You can Your mm. stamina depletes slower. Um, different things based on what the characters are. So it becomes, yeah. you're, even though you only have four active spaces, you have to constantly look at all your characters, try to keep them leveled up so you can like change your party frequently to do, for different tasks and different dungeons and different things that you're doing. Right, right. Where the the free to play gotcha stuff starts to hit you is that you don't have enough currencies in the game easily to upgrade all of these characters at the same time. So what what the suggestion w would be would be to make one character super strong. In my case, I make my main character the super strong one, 
and then have other ones that are close and have a, like a party of like maybe like two others that are close in that level, maybe not as high, and then kind of swap out one or, or so as you go. Um, and once you start getting these more characters, that's where everything really starts to open up um, for the combat side of things. And you kind of like micromanaging your party and thinking about like what is the actual equipment for each one of these that I have to put on um, in order to get the optimal build for this character. Like certain characters have uh, base level, like their healing is their main thing. Others are attack. So like you have to make sure you get the armor set that gives you that specific status effect and stuff. So there's right. kind of like a deep RPG level to this. Um, on one hand, but then you have the the gotcha mechanics with the wishes and stuff in which you can get random items and stuff like that that kind of can sometimes slow down that progression to a point. Um, but I think one of the things is that I'm very used to playing these types of games, and like I, this is a language I understand pretty well, sure. but like I don't think it's translating in a way that is super easy for someone who has no interest in doing this to do, because I could also see a world where you spend $50 on this game and you still don't spend it correctly to actually help you. Well, that was the whole thing is like, I couldn't, I could figure out how to make some wishes. I had wished for items. And then I realized like, well, I wanted a character. And then I realized like, Oh, well I wished on an item wish. So that was on me. Um, And I wished on it twice and I got the same sword. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, well, I feel foolish, uh, <laughs> but but then like yeah, so so I think the problem is, or I mean, problem. I think it, uh, maybe a problem I had with it was that it was unclear what stuff like if I were to put money into it, what stuff to buy so that I could get what I wanted out of it. Because I because I would I would have loved to play as other characters because there were certain quests where you go into a temple and then you do play as other characters. I played as. Um, a guy with a very big sword, and that was great. And then I didn't know how to play as him again. I mean, he just because he wasn't a part of my party, he was just for that one specific section. But I was like, I would love to have someone like that, or I did play as someone who had a spear, um, and and that was great as well. But um, I do something I do like about the game, if I may, is that every problem is solved by going into a temple. Um, <laughs> and I'm I'm being serious. I do I think that it's very nice, like not nice. I think it's funny and like. It just it makes me wonder about like what life is like for regular people. <laughs> uh, I did a cook off. Did you do the cook off mission? Uh, was that with um, Zingling? Yes. I, I did not do it. I started it, but then I had other more pressing matters like storm terror to deal with. No, you got to do the cook off mission. That was the best part of the game for me. <laughs> uh, you go. So a few things. First of all, I'm gonna spoil this. I'm so sorry. You find a man who is encased in ice for 300 years, and then he goes and I think he talks to his like great 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 grandson, and it's very like what the fuck, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, and um, but but you need like some like peppers or something like that. So you just go into a temple and you find peppers at the end. It's a it's meat. You need boar meat. Mm. Um. And you, but like the solution is like go, we'll go into a temple, and I think that's very fun. Um, it's it's. Here's the thing, <laughs> like, Elena was asking me, is this a good like? Do you think it's a, so? It's a bad game, and I was like, no, it's not a bad game. And also, even if I didn't like it, I can recognize that like enough people are playing this and getting a lot out of this. Like I know Justin's getting a lot out of this. So it would be wild for me to say that it's a bad game. It's simply maybe not a game that resonates super well with me. Um, let, let me, and I think Genshin Impact and I got off on the wrong foot because let me describe to you my, <laughs> the, the first moments of me playing the game. So I downloaded it 
and I opened it up. I wasn't going to play it on my phone because my phone would explode. So I, I played it exclusively on my uh, PlayStation. And it's like, enter your name. Like, choose your character, enter your name. I'm like, all right, well, my name's Peter, so I'm going to put P-E-T-E-R. And then it said, uh, it flashed text on the screen and erased my name. And I had to do it a few times to read each each word that it said because it get, went away too quick. Um, and it said, like, in, you're using invalid characters. And I was like, in my name? Like, you let me type my name in, and there's only, like, three letters, P- uh, four letters. What, which one did you have a problem with? <laughs> um, and so I, like, did some, like, I kept having, so I looked up online, and, like, no one else really was having a similar issue. There was one person who was, like, um, who, who said they were, and they said the issue just resolved itself. But a bunch of people in the comments were like, well, certain games don't, like, do capitalization super well if they're not made in a place that uses like a Roman, you know, like a Ro- the Roman alphabet. I'm like, okay, cool. So I did, like tried it in like all lowercase, didn't work. And then I was like, well, what if I put my middle name in there? And that worked just fine. So it had a problem with either P, E, and R. So one of those is like the most common vowel. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but we got off to a wrong, uh, on the wrong foot. Um, and I... I I'm aware that I can change that, but I uh, don't really care because they don't. They do the like the thing that a lot of games do, where you enter your name, but they don't refer to you. I mean, they refer to you in the text, but like they'll change it so it'll be like, "Who's coming? Who's coming?" It's just gonna be me and this guy, and it's like, "Yeah, it's me and you." Um, but they don't always get my gender right uh, either. It's a That's frequent, funny. a frequent error in which they either uh, they say that you're looking for your brother or they call you a she. <laughs> Or whatever it is, they it's it's frequently messed up. <laughs> Did you encounter any lines in Japanese? No, that sounds great. <laughs> it is very alarming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun, and, and I think that's the thing. It's like uh, here's the thing for me in Genshin Impact. It's like Genshin Impact. I like you. Like I'm not gonna I, like this is not a bad because I, I like you're free, so I don't care. And I think that that's endearing when randomly you're like, Imanaji desu ka? That's the one one of the few phrases I know, and it means, at right now, what time is it? Um, <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's I, I think it's fine. I don't know if I'm going to play it a lot after this week, but I definitely appreciated being able to play it so I could understand what everyone else is talking about. Um, and one more thing, if I may, just to knock on it, uh, I think po- there should be a m- button where you designate designated, I think the square button, uh, it's not doing anything, uh, at least on my controller, to uh, punch Paimon whenever they talk. <laughs> like, really, there was a line early on, let me see, I wrote it down. Um, oh, you meet up with uh, Amber, who is the flaming... A uh, bow and arrow lady who uh, also does the like gliding challenges and whatever, and she says, "And this dot 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 mascot, what's the deal with it?" And I was like, "Amber, that is a wonderful question. <laughs> I've been asking myself the same thing. When is when is Paimon gonna get cooler or better?" And they, to my understanding, in, at least in my experience, do not. Yeah, so Paimon is essentially the character. Like, okay, Paimon's a weird choice because usually in a game like this, um, the Paimon character is the way to voice the voiceless character right like right navi right am i saying that correctly yeah. navi navi whatever I, I pronounce it navi but i so, i know what you meant so 
Uh, Link doesn't talk in that game. However, there are several moments when your character does, in fact, talk in this game. Yeah. Which is even more confusing that this character would be included. And the character is exceptionally annoying. So I hope there's some reason for it in the story. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I hope that's the case. Now, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sell you on this game, just maybe not you specifically, uh, okay. but I was, I was sell sell okay. sell the, the the viewer on this game because or listener uh, because like the, the the great thing about this and and you know pay to whatever you want it, it's free it's essentially yep. free and it's a very similar setup to the Breath of the Wild type of game in which you have dungeons which you were talking a little bit about to get your boar meat and stuff like that but dungeons <laughs> will have uh, some unique mechanics in them whether it's like yeah. a gliding thing or certain challenges that you have to do you got to explore them a little bit it's exactly the same with Breath of the Wild how you can't just climb up any surface in these dungeons mm-hmm. too um but uh, then there's the exploring aspect of things in which you're kind of given the same thing when you have to find these towers to unlock, to upgrade these towers, to give you more stamina, to give you more uh, stats and things like that. Um, the world is filled with these, uh, let's call them um, Korok seeds. Uh, but the Korok seeds are just kind of like floating uh, little... Oh, yeah, those were cool. Yeah, floating little symbols or floating little icons. Mm-hmm. And you basically collect these at random places, and they're usually in hard to get places, or you might have to complete a challenge to get them. And if you give enough of those floating things to the statues, then you get your upgrades that way. So you level yep. up all your statues. Um, so you have that aspect of things, just explore and find those things, and they're labeled on your map as little asterisks, so when you see them, you're like, okay, where is this? I'm clearly standing on top of it. There must be a cave underneath me, or I must have to find a way to shoot myself in the sky to get it. So you have that thing to do. Then you have um, just the general exploring, I think, is fun enough to like go around, find chests that are hidden everywhere. Um, the map is actually pretty massive in terms of everything oh, that's huge. in there. It's huge. Um, and uh, I've probably explored like a third of it so far. Um, and I'm getting to I the got, point in the story where it's like moving further down. But I, I got a quest because um, I, I was trying to grind because I, I, it locks you like it locks certain missions by your uh, adventure rank. And so for all the missions that we're going to advance the story or whatever, uh, you have to be, had to be level 15 and I'm 14. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll do all the side quests. And there was a mission. The last one was like, talk to this person. And I talked to them and they said, Hey, can you give this piece of paper to, um, this person all the way in some other place? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I looked, looked on my map and it was 3000 meters away. <laughs> and like, and, and it was just like ridiculously far had not, had, I didn't have any idea that it was even that big. So, I mean, there is a big game in here. Um, so that's, you're totally spot on. Yeah. And, and, and again, free, cause you can explore most yeah. of this stuff for free. And then on top of all of that stuff, you have the story, which mm-hmm. as you were saying is kind of gated off by like kind of progress. So it's, it's forcing you to kind of explore the world a little bit. So you're not just mainlining the story. Um, but the story, it's not interesting, but those missions get pretty epic. Uh, the end of the fir- the prologue chapter that you're in ends with this kind of like massive, like big boss battle that mm-hmm. was pretty challenging, actually. It was like one of those things when I was doing it on my phone, and there's some moments in this game where I have to get into my gamer face, uh, where I have to put the phone down and get my controller out and like play it through there, just because like yeah. the phone controls are, are phone controls. Like I don't care how like decent they are, they're still <laughs> limited. But then you get to like do this big boss fight, 
um, that's pretty challenging. Um, and you're really like using all of your powers and thinking about like what's the effective thing to use against it. Um, and the story does kind of like get pretty epic throughout the whole the whole like the scale of it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it is it is bad sometimes with the sinking, the the calling you the wrong gender, the Japanese stuff, but it's voiced. It mostly yeah. correctly, and that kind of just adds to the overall thing, which Breath of the Wild, all the story in that really has to do with those flashbacks that you get, and you're not interacting right. with characters a lot in the same way that you are in this game, because this is like a populated world filled with random people all over the place, big yeah. towns, things like that, and like the all that stuff together, it just makes it fun, and I do think that there is a lot of complexity to the combat, um, as long as you're not sitting there grinding too much to get certain materials to like be powerful enough to advance in the story. So uh, I, I think that like you, I, I let me say this: I'm not giving this game enough credit, um, simply because I think it's kind of funny to dog on this game. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, I, but I do think I do think that they're. I mean, I I, I was joking about this before and talking about how like it's clearly heavily, heavily, heavily influenced by Breath of the Wild, but like. It takes a lot of good stuff from Breath of the Wild, and a lot of the stuff that I liked about Breath of the Wild, uh, and it, it turns it into a game that, I mean, it makes me think about like, man, I should go back and replay Breath of the Wild. But then at the end of the day, I'm also like, well, maybe not. I don't care actually that much. Um, but but I I think that the game is actually pretty like, I was worried that the gotcha mechanic or the the like I thought that it was gonna be a pay to win. Where I was playing, um, this was m- several years ago when it came out, uh, the Lord of the Rings game, Shadow of... Mordor? Uh, the second one. Shadow of War. War. I think got it, it was. got it, got it, yeah, yeah. And there gets to a point in the story where you're playing it, you're playing it, you're playing it, and then it says, okay, you need to have this much, uh, I don't know if it was like a level or whatever, but it was like, you need to have this thing to progress. And I was like, okay, how do I get that? And I was like, well... You could spend twenty hours grinding and getting that, or you could just pay me, give me five dollars. Just let you play the game, and I was like, "Well, no." And that's that's when I stopped the game because I was like, "Well, I don't want to do that. That sucks." And I was worried that it was going to get to that point where it was like locks you out at you know, well, oh, you have to be level fifteen to play these levels. I'm like, "Well, I want to play. I want to play. Fine, give me two dollars. I don't care." But it doesn't do that, and that's what I really do appreciate about it is that at least for me and my time with it. The free-to-play aspect of it, or I guess I guess the gotcha aspect of it and the like money part of it never impeded the experience, and it never was like, hey, actually, to play the game, you do have to pay this money, otherwise it's going to be 10 more hours of grinding levels and, and whatever. I would say that that is true to a certain point. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but the amount of like my character leveling um, has slowed down to a crawl at this point, and I'm still oh, yeah. over-leveled enough, so it's not a problem, but I can imagine mm-hmm. by the time the story keeps progressing, it's going to get to a point where I have to be farming those dungeons for some high-level material um, mm-hmm. to a point where I won't be able to just marathon through it. I'll have to... like focus really and use and spend well, my rechargeable currency called resin which is like energy in a game mm, okay. um and certain dungeons to get these weapons to ascend your character ascend your weapon ascend your artifacts is only found in those dungeons and you only have a certain amount every day that recharges so slow and like i can already see the writing on the wall that while i've spent this long playing the game without having much trouble with it i can assume that 
very shortly in, the, in my playthrough, it's going to become something that is going to become a very grindy thing. But the thing I guess yeah. that I, I can I'm, appreciates the wrong word for it is that just spending a hundred dollars wouldn't necessarily m- make it better for me. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's still kind of a little bit random with all the stuff that you're getting, and and uh, like, it it would just basically save me some time of waiting for recharges and stuff like that which i guess is the point of it right um but you but you said you've already played this you said 55 hours no 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 20 more than oh. 20 but i, I could foresee me because pl- i i gave you right i like i could play this 55 more hours or oh, whatever okay, gotcha, and i gotcha. still wouldn't put money into it because that's the kind of stubborn person i am oh sure, my god okay. if i play this game for 55 hours in two weeks with how busy my life is i, I was would gonna be, say i was like dude that I, would you be a have a lot on your plate <laughs> <laughs> well you wonder um, why i complain all this time it's not because uh, i have too much to do it's because i've been just playing genshin impact nonstop. <laughs> it's like i remember there was like at least one or two documentaries about people who were like addicted to world of warcraft you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like and that's could have been you is what i'm trying to say could have been um but congratulations it's not Thank you. But what I am trying to say is if you've played this game for 20 hours or so and you haven't put any money into it, I mean, you if you got to the point, at least this is how I would potentially be, like, I would get to a point where I'm like, you know what, to proceed, I'm going to have to put money into this. Or I could just not and walk away saying, hey, that was a good game that I played for 20 hours, you know, for free. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know how, like, how you feel about it in that regard because, you know, to walk away after you put so much time into it and not see it to the end can be frustrating i know but like at a certain point it's also kind of like well i did get this much out of it and i enjoyed it for that much time so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to finish this game i think just knowing with everything that's going to be coming out soon and how you know ps5 i'm waiting i'm circled that i'm waiting for that cyberpunk's Mm -hmm. coming out that's going to be a time waster and i i feel like it's a good time waster, not like cyberpunk right, going to be right, terrible. Right. But like, um, I, I feel like I'm th- those games will get me off of this game pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just a good time filler game. And I do like that that it is on my phone, and I can just start playing it and like do some exploring, do my dailies, which are generally like these little combat missions that you do, um, and still like get all that stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so easy to do. Uh, I think one of the things yeah. I don't know if we I, I mentioned how I've been playing it on computer and my phone, but it's really easy to go from one to another um, yeah. to like be playing on your phone. Like I was doing a thing where, so this is both okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the positive and then tell you some of the problems with it. I was playing this dungeon on the phone, and I had to do a, a time challenge in which you had to kill these people before time ran out, and you would get more mm-hmm. time if you killed a, a person. Like, yeah. so every time you killed someone, it would be six seconds on your on your thing. And I was doing it on my phone, and I was so frustrated because it's just, you know, not as intuitive to do that on your phone than it is to right. do it on a, a, a controller. So then I boot up the game, and it takes me right to where I was in that dungeon. It logged me out of my phone, put me right in that exact spot on my computer. And I'm like, great, pull out my Series uh, 2 controller, turn it on, but then... I found out that when you're in a dungeon, starts you over. You can't. No, no. I was exactly where I was, but you can't get to your options menu because you have to do that by clicking escape. And when I or pressing escape, yeah, yeah. And when I press escape in a dungeon, it's like, do you want to leave the dungeon? And I'm like, well, no. I just want the menu so I can switch my options. But you Mm -hmm. couldn't do that in that game. So then I had to like. (laughs) 
I, I had to learn the mouse and keyboard controllers, which is also frustrating because that wasn't yeah. great. But let me tell you, it was still 10 times easier to do that with mouse and keyboard uh, than it was to do it on my phone. Um, so, yes, there are plenty of issues with this game. Um, a lot of like little technical bugs and stuff like that that they're going to need to fix uh, to make it really accessible. It's got a poor a poor frame rate on uh, console. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I think uh, I heard it ran better on PS4 Pro. Um, I'm sure. I didn't have many issues uh, playing it with uh, on the computer, but it did have a couple of stutters sometimes. And my phone can go from running great to the fact when my phone gets to be like a like a hot potato and it just starts yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like doing like moments. And I have a, I have an iPhone 10 that I'm playing it with, and it's still doing like sometimes like uh, like frame by frame um, when when a lot of stuff is happening, or just randomly sometimes. I can't even put my finger on why it does that, but uh, there are some like things that need to be cleaned up with it, but like just how easy it is to go from one thing to another. So whether I'm sitting at my desk and that we say, we say this about the switch or how like one of the best things about the switch is it's convenience. It makes it, it doesn't right. make it hard for me to play it. Um, and I feel like this game makes it easy for me to play, whether I'm sitting at my, my setup or just on the couch, um, which is, I think one of the reasons why I like it so much. Plus it's obviously with those, the gotcha mechanics in it makes it a little bit addictive. They know what they're doing. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. What uh do you know what what is the, what does the title refer to? Oh, you don't want to know this question. Okay, so I'm not sure what necessarily Genshin means. Um, but basically the the company um Miyahoyo, is that how you Yeah. Okay. It's a Chinese company. Yeah. Um yeah. and it was it started off by a couple of uh programmers um this is on their the story was on their website just to let you know okay. like what they did so i'm not like just i didn't do that much research other than going to their website just... and finding it up uh but they they uh basically graduated and they started putting some games together um that uh were kind of like the the free-to-play type of games that you like to buy energy and stuff like that and they put out a game okay i think i i'm not 100 Sure, but they they put out like four games, um, and then three of them were the like this Im- the impact series, I guess. Um, one of them being um, Honkai Impact Third, and the game before okay. that I think was called Gun Girls, which was like also in the Impact series, and that was the second one. And I believe the one before that was called Zombie Gal Kawaii, which was like the Impact One. And this is technically like Impact Four. <laughs> okay. Are they so, like? I don't know what the Genshin these? means yet, but like they're kind of in a, in a very similar world, like alternate reality type of things. Okay. Um, and you can definitely tell how the games are building on each other. Like Gun Girls is like a side scroller that you shoot with with you have guns, obviously guns, girls, uh, and then. Uh, Honkai, which is the one that came out, uh, the last one that they released, Impact, the third, um, is very similar to this game in terms of being a third-person action RPG, but there's really no exploring. It's kind of like just like world, like level to level type of thing yeah, with yeah. combat and stuff. Um, and then this one, of course, is like that plus the free-to-play stuff with the exploring of the world on top of it. So to answer your question, um, I don't exactly know because I don't, but it's still like just a progression of their series in the similar world. Okay, interesting. Um, there's a there's a wonderful moment where I was meeting a character, Venti, who's also spoiler alert. Um, they are a god of what 
it was not clear to me. But are they one of the seven gods? Mm-hmm. They are? Okay. But they're not the god of wind, though, because that's someone else. Or are they? Unclear, I would say. Um, okay. Like, because, like, the, the storm terror is, like, the a creature of that, and it's right. supposed to be, like, it's, you know what, just just live with it. Okay, so he's, so, <laughs> so uh, this background is unnecessary for the ultimate point I'm trying to make. So the mission is you meet with this guy Venti Venti Barbados the <laughs> the um plays the lute. You're supposed to meet with him in a bar. So you go to the bar and then you like talk to him a little bit. There's like a little bit of stuff going, that goes on in the bar. You leave, you go back. You you leave for like other reasons. Oh, by the way, every conversation in this game needs to take place in three different places. They talk to you for 30 seconds in one spot and they're like, "Hey, meet me over here." <laughs> and then you run for you know, four minutes. I mean, it's nice because I guess it makes you really see the world and explore, um, or just teleport there. Oh, I do. Well, that's what I would do because <laughs> to, to improve your adventure rank, if you find the teleportation places, it's like um, it gives you experience. Whatever. Um, but so, so different stuff happens out there, and then there the mission was like leave the bar. So I left <laughs> the bar. Do you know what I'm talking about? You leave <laughs> yeah. the bar, and then it's like mission updated. Enter the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i was so baffled i like i very rarely laugh out loud during a video game like even like for any reason like if, it, if it's supposed to be funny or not but like then the mission just continues <laughs> just leave and walk in i, I saved it so uh, i i don't i, I don't want to be that guy but what was okay. supposed to happen there is you had to wait till night so you probably left and it was night and already. It was probably nighttime. Yeah. Okay. So like they, they had like a time tutorial there, but you just again it shows you like a lack of programming or not programming, yeah. like like game design issues, like with stuff like that. Like, right. l- like that that's an easy thing that they could have just resolved without having you go outside. <laughs> but you did. And that's it was right, just kind of right. like oh. Well, and that's the thing. I was like I was mad at it. It's not bad. It's just like, yeah, it's a free game. Who cares? Right. Whatever. Uh, and um, then and then Paimon was like, so she just took I was like, All right. Yeah, IGN gave this game a nine. And I oh, like as addicted as I am to this game, as much as I like it, this game is like it's we're not talking like a nine out as of a, ten. As a as a game journalist myself, um, I would probably no, I don't know. Um, it's not bad. I mean, a number's a number, but like when you see something like a ten or a nine, like that that it I think I think that shows you like there's something special about this game. And I don't know if there is anything special about this game other than the fact that it's free, it's huge, it's on your phone, and it's like a mixture of a bunch of genres that just make it like unique in that thing. But it's like it's not really the best at any of them. Yeah. In my I, opinion. I, I agree. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like yeah, nine is kind of high. I mean, and again, it's a number, but like, I wouldn't call this a must play for anyone. I would call this a, if I if I heard about this before you did, I'd be like, Justin, this is about to be your shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, like, it, very, it, uh, I think I said it last week. It's like Xenoblade was Breath of the Wild with like a free game on your phone, which is like probably like the worst combo of things for me. <laughs> right, right. Very, very. Uh, I like the way that the the weapons kind of dance around their backs, like in uh, Near Automata. Oh yeah, very similar You're to that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, also, we didn't mention this before, but a lot of people they rag on Breath of the Wild for for weapon durability. Not in this game. You have a ton of weapons, but they're used to like feed <laughs> other ones. But you don't lose your weapon. I want to talk. Can we? Can we spend? I'm gonna set a timer. Three minutes. Sure. I want to talk about weapon degradation in. 
Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. All right, I'm setting right. my timer. All right, before you start the timer, though, what what yeah. what mood am I going in with this? Uh, I am pro weapon degradation in Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Okay. Here is why weapon degradation is important in Breath of the Wild, and it's horrible in every other video game other than Breath of the Wild. Because, not every other, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, it's important to try things in Breath of the Wild. And if you pick up a sword at the beginning of Breath of the Wild and had the sword the whole time, you would never pick up other swords or spears or other things. Additionally, how awesome is it when your weapon's like, hey, it's about to break, and you just smacked some goblin across the field and you're like, yeet, motherfucker, and you throw it and it hits him. And then you pull out your other identical sword that you have eight of and just hit him with it. It's fine. It's good. I like it. It makes you try things. It makes you uh, experiment. I would like to hear what you have to say. I just wish the combat felt better when you played it. I think that's my bigger problem with it to begin with. I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like it, it like has like Dark Souls wannabe mechanics, but it doesn't really have Dark Soul mechanics. It's just a little sloppy. I feel like when you're getting really frantic. So the last thing I want to do is try to pull out the right w- weapon, and then my other one like burns and it falls and it drops and it just. I feel like the the mechanics behind the combat are clunky, and I feel like the fact that the weapons can be dropped and removed and stuff like that on top of all of that makes certain boss fights complicated if you're not prepared enough for them. Um, so I think it's inconvenient. I'm not necessarily bothered by it. Like I, I accepted that once you get past the first 10 hours of the game, you kind of get used to that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it is annoying that you get these great weapons and then you have to go back to that spot if you want to set up a weapon for a certain thing. But um, it's it uh, there, there are worse things to complain about. That Well, that's the whole thing. It's like... I, so I, did I like Breath of the Wild? I did. Did I think it was really, really crazy good? I thought it was, I thought it was good. I liked it. I would recommend it to people. Um, but I always am like, that's what you had issue with in Breath of the yeah. Wild? Was that your twig broke yeah. at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, I would also like to say this about Breath of the Wild's combat and that they brought over to Genshin Impact. That is something that I can't stand. But why weapon degradation is so good in Breath of the Wild um, is that... They do that thing where you hit an enemy four times and then they go launching in the air. And if you're on a hill, you might as well just never see them ever. Again. <laughs> um, because well, I'm going to chase them down there. So uh, what I like about Breath of the Wild is like oftentimes when that happens and they are like hit out of range <laughs> for your weapon, uh, your weapon's like, hey, I'm about to beef it anyway. You're like, all right, cool. I'm just going to throw this weapon. Uh, and final word on that, combat is better in Genshin Impact than Breath of the Wild. Prove me wrong. Ooh, hard to disagree. Hard to disagree. Hard to disagree. But um, I'm looking at this. We have 20 seconds. Go. Why? You got 20 seconds to explain why. Why, why uh, because, it's not the case. Uh, because of the way that the physics works and the way that uh, when you light things on fire, they stay on fire and um, they don't just burn out and all sorts of things like that. And you can set a pepper on fire and it makes like a big updraft. I have four seconds and that's cool. And you could drop a bomb on people or you could use a boomerang or and my timer's up. Uh, the physics um, are way better in Breath of the Wild, not even close. And I think if anyone wants to talk about Breath of the Wild, what makes that game special, it is the physics system and the puzzle solving, which Genshin Impact isn't even close to. But in terms yeah, of just like wait. the sword swinging, Genshin Impact, they, they win. The timer went off, so I can't. I know, I know. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, you just want to, re- hey, uh, hey, Justin, come here. Uh, let's just let's scrap the episode and just talk about this. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Yeah, we can do that if okay. you want. All right, cool. Um, so that whole part was just like the intro. Uh, it's Hitbox, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I would I would recommend Genshin Impact to people who like a lot of the things that are encompassed in Genshin Impact, but like I wouldn't maybe recommend it to everyone. Uh, just a quick story. I think I told you this. Uh, Elena went viral on uh, on TikTok and for talking about Persona um, and basically complaining about about my romantic choice that I made in Persona, <laughs> and so. Um, I was downloading Genshin Impact when she was over, and she's like, what is this game? Oh, I know this game. Why do I know? Oh. And I was like, what? And she's like, well, all my TikTok followers said, well, at least he's not playing Genshin Impact. <laughs> no! <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, well, no, it's not what it looks like. Uh, I was like, it's not what it looks like. And she's like, last week you played a dating sim. I'm like, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's subversive. <laughs> like, but... um. What are some other, in terms of free-to-play games, unless you have any other thoughts on Genshin Impact? Um, I would say if you like Breath of the Wild and you are mm -hmm. waiting for a game to be like Breath of the Wild and you can't wait until Immortals Phoenix Rising comes out. I was going to say, that, that game is the same, too. If you can't wait for that to come out, because I'm assuming it's going to be better in every way than Genshin Impact. <laughs> oh, interesting. You know, what's in, you know what's funny about that? I was like, I have zero interest. Like, I would much rather play Genshin Impact than be like... Lord Poseidon wants you to, and I say that having just finished Hades. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but like I just played Hades. I'm, I got my fill. I, it's fine. Yeah, I think the but the thing about that game is like you got to pay for it, and I don't I don't think this is a game I would have paid for if I had to. No. Like I'm not in the mood for this right now. It just kind of was right. like it, it's I stumbled upon it. It's free, and I did it, so I wanted to do mm -hmm. it. But if you really like Breath of the Wild. Um, I, I would say this could tide you over until either Breath of the Wild 2 comes out or um, if you want a better, cleaner version game, then Immortals Phoenix Rising will be that for you. Yeah. And the combat's good, isn't it? Oh, hey, you're still here. If you shoot a boar with a flaming arrow in Breath of the Wild, you got cooked meat. That's, but that's not the, the combat you're talking about. You're talking about the... Uh, doesn't, physics doesn't well if you i we can't uh do you play other free-to-play games i do oh dude i, I do have a handful i yeah i i do and it's problematic what are what are the hi hit me with the highlights okay so like every once in a while i get into some games that i start playing and i think that's part of the reason why this game is a problem for me because I know I get addicted to these kind of games because I always think like, I get, 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 I get my dailies today. I got to do my dailies. Right, it. right. A certain point when you get to these games, your dailies end up taking like three hours a day. And that doesn't yeah. become just a daily. That becomes like a chore. And there's yeah. always that point when it becomes a chore that I'm like, I got to stop. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the last game that 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 I got uh, this uh, was the game. Have you heard? Or are you familiar with the game um, Hero Wars? No. So this is a game uh, that uh, I first got into because it was like on a Facebook ad and it was like one of those things like, can you solve this puzzle? And it's like, oh. you have to like, you know what I mean? It's like, pull. Yes, there's... Those, those ads are marketed towards you and I because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then I download the app and I'm like, oh, this app is bad. And, no, I download the game and it wasn't even that. Like, I think in the entire like maybe 30 hours I put into that game, uh, it was one of those puzzles that I encountered. Okay. And it's a very. But you liked a, it enough. 
to play for 30 hours? Yeah, because it was like simple enough and addicting enough, and it was like a daily mm-hmm. thing that I did. It was like it was like a ritual that I had in the morning as I was getting ready. I had one hand because it's at a certain point an easy like thing to just press. But it's like a, a game when you're like four characters and you slowly keep advancing to like three different enemies in a level or three different groups of enemies, and you have to kill them using your team. And you get members to your team a very similar way to how you do in Genshin Impact with kind of random roles sometimes. Uh, but other times it's like just earning enough currency to get another level of this character to make him stronger and like like feeding other duplicate characters to it. So very similar to mm-hmm. Genshin Impact. But like it's just basically you press one button to do all this stuff. Each one has a, a timer for a special move that, that um, charges up. And then you have to start like hitting them in the right order to like first like weaken someone then use the shield to then do all this other stuff and each hero was a different type of thing and it was just it was like easy enough to do that you didn't have to think about enough but then when i got to the point when i'm finding myself on reddit like going through the forums about like tier list best ways to upgrade what do i have to do here i was like i am in a hole i gotta get out of this sure i gotta get out of this um but games like that i'm like i've always been really kind of interested in playing these kind of games and like they're addictive. They do it on purpose. And I think, yeah. again, that's why, like, for Genshin Impact, like, I, I see all these, like, different currencies, and I'm like, I know what's going on here, you know? <laughs> and, like, I, I, like, understand it on that level because I have played stuff like that before. Yeah. Um. Have, have you ever played the Injustice uh, mobile game? Injustice, like, the superhero fighting game? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so you would think it'd be a fighting it. game, right? But it's really a card-based kind of game Um. Oh, okay. that you just... It's a, sing- cool. it's a single tapper kind of thing that you do um and that that's the same kind of game when you got certain strong cards and they had events going on and you open random packs and stuff and i got really deep into that one till one day when i'm just sitting there and i was like guess what i gotta take this off my phone what's it getting me what's it getting me and and i'm gonna say that i'm going back to genshin impact thing that the thing that would keep me going to this game more so than the other ones is that there is a story and there is like you know, a, for all intents and purposes, a, a decent enough story that it's not just like some text between missions. It keeps you coming back to it. So right, I would right. say that even even if this game does become a bigger problem to me, eventually I can just be like, well, I'll, I'll just try to get the story stuff and I'm not going to let it affect me too much. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Hero Wars was my last problem and I went through that last year and I had to literally delete the game and I was thinking about re-downloading it to talk about it, but then I was like, wait a second. That's Perhaps not. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay. Have you gone into any of these kind of loot boxy free to play or gotcha or whatever? Well, like loot games? box for for sure. I got into Overwatch with loot boxes, and that's. I mean, that's that's a. I would say just like a solid game that also has loot boxes in it, and I think that the loot boxes are not irritating in the way that they are with in certain other games. I mean, like you just look at like. Star Wars Battlefront 2, that I mean that game just like totally shot itself in the foot with their whole loot system. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that the success of Overwatch's loot system, I haven't done any sort of research in this, so I'm just making wild accusations. Um <laughs> but I think that the way that other like companies have seen the way that they did loot and the way that like people were not offended by it and thought it was like actually like a decent enough progression system that they were like, yeah, well, maybe we'll throw this in our game and then that's where you get Battlefront 2. <laughs> um but I think yeah, I think it does actually yeah, go on. Well, I was going to say, like, but the thing about Overwatch is just cosmetics, whereas in Battlefront, yeah. like, that was, like... It's like, do you want to have a significant advantage over the other players? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I do. I do want that. Um, and that's the whole thing with Overwatch 2. It's like, 
you get four spray paints and stickers for characters you don't play and a voice line <laughs> for a character you do play, but you don't care about voice lines. And then you do get a cool costume for someone. You're like, oh, yeah. this is dope. Maybe I'll start playing as uh, Diva. And then you like, you play as Diva, and you're like, hmm. And it's just, no. it's it still feels good though to like when when you open a box in that game. Just the feeling yeah. of it's very satisfying. Yeah. Uh, so I so I got into that. That's not a free to play game, obviously, but that is a like a loot box gotcha kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, I think that that game has done it very well uh the the game that i would say i probably put the most time into that's free to play um is apex legends and Mm. you and i had a brief conversation about it how you said that um the problem is that the characters that are locked behind like one of the like eight currencies that they have in that game like some of them are like just straight up better than other like free ones and i think that that's true to an extent but i think it also depends on what kind of like how you play games. I always play as uh, lifeline, the medic, because when I play, play that game with my friends, like we always need healing. And, but like sometimes it's like, well, I don't want to waste a whole med pack on myself. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll patch you up real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, I've sunk a lot of time into that game to the point where I've considered putting like, you know, I'd, I'd buy a character for sure. But the problem is I'd have to figure out which character because we all, the two other friends of mine that play the game together, we all start at the same time. So we all got <laughs> like the, the currency at the same time to buy the character. So we all picked like one character that we were like, all right, this is going to be my new guy. And then only one of us got a good one. Yeah. <laughs> like I was really excited for mine and then he was bad. Um, but that's fine. Um, play a lot of like iPhone blackjack. And is that, I, is that a, it's free to download, and then once you run out of chips, it's like, oh, you could just pay $5. Oh, so the chips are like your energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then yeah. I say, got on download you and wait until you forget that I made an account, and then it'll have 500 free chips in there. Oh, thank you, Blackjack Game. Oh, um, so they don't even like reload. You're just like locked out of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long for, because I've done it a few times where like, oh, I just undownload it, and then like two months later, I redownload it, and it's like, Welcome to Blackjack. Here's ten thousand, or not ten thousand. Here's a thousand chips. And it's like, yeah. This is this is what I like. Um, but the moral of that story is that me gambling always leads to me losing all my chips. I hate gambling, which is odd because I like these. I was gonna say, and I love mechanics. it, which is odd because I hate these games. And yeah. I hate these games, but like, well, I, mean, I I got into. You know what this game felt like? Felt like Maple Story. Do you remember Maple Story? No. Oh, it was like a chibi anime, free to play. MMORPG. Oh, you know I don't like anime. But you like these anime RPGs. I, I don't see anime. I just see experiences. That go... <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when Elaine and I started up Final Fantasy VII, uh, I was like, just, you know, there's going to be like a lot of like, uh, in in this game. And so far, I've not been disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, or like someone like when like the bad guy shows up, like you know, what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, when, like grips yeah. Their sword. <laughs> I do have to say, uh, I I don't know if I said this before, but Final Fantasy VII they do some really good things with the anime tropes in general. I think it's a great. I, I think it's great. I really enjoy that game. It's so self aware, and you don't even understand how self aware it is yet. Nor if you haven't played the original, I don't know if you even will. To be well, that's the whole thing. Is is I've been interested in playing it and to talk about it because I know a lot of people have said like, "Oh, this is my game of the year," and I'm like, 
And me playing it, it's like, well, it could be up there potentially, depending on how much I like it at the end. But like, is it going to be the game of the year? I don't know. Maybe that might be your little kid goggles on being like, well, but now they look cool. I think it's legitimately good. I I totally understand people who like that as their game of the year. Oh, I I agree. I'm not arguing that it's bad or anything like that. But when I look at some of the other heavy hitter games that have come out this year and that are coming out this year, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Can I tell you about one more game that I played that was a free-to-play that was a legitimate problem for probably a year and a half, maybe two years almost? It was called High School Hero, and I played this when I was in college. Interesting. Okay. So basically, you create an avatar that you can dress up with different clothes that you have to use different popularity points to buy these clothes. Um, And then you basically, the better clothes you get, the more popular you are. And um, you can start cliques with real people, like groups of friends. Um, And then you can battle your clique against other people's cliques. Um, Okay. And... By the way, all of this stuff, there's, like, no animation in the game. You're just, like, this, like, stupid, like, <laughs> like Bitmoji character, right? Like, okay. there's, it's just, like, menus and stuff. That's all the game is. Um, and then you can do tasks to, like, make your... I think it was either, like, strength, brains, and what's the other stereotype thing that students are? Strength, brains, and something else. I can't even look at this game because I'll, I'll start to, like, have, like... But, like... Uh, what what you had to do is you had to have the most popularity and to be to have the most friends. And in order to do that, you have to find real life people who play the game, put in their friend codes, um, and it was like a phone number, like a fake phone number. Like each character had its own one. And you just had to add them oh, to your friend cool. list to have more popularity. And what it ended up for me doing was going on forums and things like that, and just getting lists of people's names. Like I had legal pads. <laughs> filled with it looked like binary but they're all like numbers of phone numbers that i would put yeah. in um to like try to get as many people as possible and i was the second highest person in our clique there's this alejandra who i i don't know who she was but you know what i'm mad at her and to this day she can she can just go because okay. i want to be the leader of our clique i started this clique and alejandra she Are took you- it over are you gonna? It's the way you're talking and the look that you have in your eyes yeah. makes me very worried about your you and your phone. Right. I think yeah. I'm worried that you're gonna download this game again. No, there's no way I can do this. Like, like it was to a point like when I just looked at like my legal pads of numbers in them that I was like, I can't. I gotta stop. Oh, I would let oh, I hours just transcribing, and I would do them on. I like this is I guess before logic and computers were out there, but I would just like you know write them out by hand, like on a like a on, like I'd be on my phone at like work or, or school, and mm-hmm. I'd be on my phone on these forums, just getting these numbers, writing them on my legal pad, so then I could go back into the game and then one by one just cross them off the list. And it was to the point when I think most of these forums I'd gotten all the numbers for. So it would be like Mm -hmm. half of them I would put in and be like, yeah, already friend, already friend. I'm like, damn, damn, damn. Just hours and hours of these, of these numbers. I definitely have gotten to the point, that point with games though, where I'm like, I got to stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, actually. Yeah. High school hero was the first time I looked at myself in the mirror and said, you got a problem. Sure. I know what you mean. So I've been uh, listening to you, but also looking for this image of Sonic kissing the human woman. Okay. And let me tell you, typing in to Google Sonic kissing in the space bar, all of the <laughs> the search results underneath that were upsetting. Typing in Sonic kisses human, uh there are some other images maybe 
that yeah. I wasn't ready for. Yeah, I can assume that that's probably not where you want to go. Yeah, but um, at least not in my fan fiction. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, anyway, hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, Justin, you want to tell them just how much you appreciate it? Come on. Justin, I please, appreciate I appreciate it so much. But you know what I would appreciate more? I would appreciate if I had some more primo gems so I could get some more wishes so I could so I could get a couple more characters. Cause there's some cool characters that, that I don't have yet. Um they just released a new one um that, that's called Klee. Klee's a little like fire mage that you can get. Um so I wish I had I wish I had Klee. Um I want Klee. Now, when you're talking, is that K-L-E-E or is that like Q-U-E-L-E-E? It's K-L-E-E, which looks real, real weird when you put Klee next to a character like Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing, too. It's like, it's like. This person's name is, I don't know, Gladiolus. uh, And this is, uh, this is James. (laughs) (laughs) There's a character called (laughs) Queequee. thanks for listening uh if you want to share this podcast with a friend that would be super awesome you can also go ahead and follow us on spotify apple Podcasts. maybe you could leave a review on any of those services i think uh you can't on spotify but you can on apple Podcasts, and that would be very cool of you you could also follow us on twitter at hitbox pod or send us an email at hitbox official podcast at gmail.com that's um where i keep I, i i linked the podcast email to my phone and then now it just gives me like three Twitter updates every day. And I'm like, <laughs> three emails? Who's <laughs> who's talking to us? And it's like, did you see what Donald Trump tweeted? And it's like, I don't want to see what that guy has to say. Thank you very much. <laughs> Twitter.com. Um, yeah, I got to I got it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can end it with this week's sound. You want to know what this week's sound oh, is? Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even do it. Is uh, it going to be, if, if you're about to say the word Paimon, I'm going to reach my hand through my computer and slap you. Uh, close. I'm going to say, quee quee. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Always remember, old games are old. Bye. Bye. Bye.